Hello and welcome to We're Doom Podcast. My name is Brandon McIntosh, here every week giving you your, your dose of existential fear. With me here is Tyler Shasma, uh, my little, my, he also bringing, the, I don't know why I said my little, <laughs> I don't know what I was Your little finish. what? My little sidekick? <laughs> no. I'll be your little sidekick, I, I mean, really am. Uh, yeah, but you're, you're here bringing the doom with me every week. It's your show. I'm just, yeah. I'm just here as your little sidecar. You're, you're the kind of person I project the fear to. I'm not trying to project fear onto anyone. First of all, if you're afraid of the subjects I'm talking about, fair enough. It's me too. Some people are just interested. Some just want to yell at me because I'm wrong. You are wrong a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, I hope some people enjoy this podcast. Some people are screaming at me from their car. You know, I'm getting a reaction. That's what that's what we're here for. <laughs> I, I hope so. And, but uh, I'm here just to sit in the sidecar and be your little sidekick. And uh, I learn a lot from you doing this podcast. And then I forget it immediately after. That's that's probably best. Most people should forget. I'm like, oh, why am I so <laughs> scared of the alien race? No, just let me bear all this horrible, horrible news that's happening. Things that are coming in that might end the world. And uh, it's great we have a video podcast now. Uh, probably wondering why we both look like we're trying to go solve a crime right now. Because we are. We are. We got these trench coats. We had a little business to take care of. We were, we were we were working hard today, and we had to fashion some trench coats earlier to show their how awesome they are. It's kind of a rainy day, so you need a trench coat on a rainy day to solve crimes. That's true. Or just any time. They have big pockets for putting clues in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what detectives do. Pockets are sanitary. Yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, it's, it's another week. Another, uh... How, how did it go last week, Tyler? Is it good to be back? You feel... I, I feel good. You feel comfortable? I'm feeling comfortable with the topics. And uh, I'm excited to hear what you have for me today, Brandon, in the world of doom and gloom. Yeah, for sure. And we'll kick right into it soon. And, you know, I think this round two of... Uh, is this my phone going off? How Mine's in the other room. I was professional about this. There we go. Silent. phone in the other room. You know what? We're just gonna call this 2.0 because we did take a hiatus and season no, two feels like a whole new season. Yeah, we'll call it season two, 2.0. We're doomed. There's lots of topics we still haven't hit. Uh, I think we need to discuss Waterworld. There'll probably be some repeat topics too. Absolutely. I want to. I want to rediscover climate change. I want to go back to that because a lot of things have happened. In fact, today's topic we've already kind of touched on uh, in the world of plastics. Uh, we're going to talk about plastics some more, and more specifically how they're affecting our bodies, not just the world and the environment. So we'll get into that. Like how we're slowly turning into action figures? Slowly and surely we're all becoming G.I. Joes and Barbies, um, in the literal sense that uh, we don't have anything downstairs anymore. No, nothing in our genital regions are going to be genitals anymore. Oh, they're just going to be for show. Just some, Just some random flesh we... Feel the urge to be attracted to. That sounds like an iffy topic, Brandon. Oh, yeah. We'll get to it. <laughs> Anyways, how, how are you doing this week, Tyler? You feel better? How's that microchip doing? You still feeling it flow, <laughs> flowing up and down? No, I feel fine. Everything's good. Since getting my vaccination, I don't, I don't, I don't have any side effects. My arm only hurt for a couple days from the jab. Yeah, and, and one thing I totally skimmed over you said last time is that you tasted metal and you got a boner. <laughs> Did you actually get a boner? 
Well, is that like a side effect? Side effect of being me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like a random public erection that just happens to you in the normal. It's just a unique place. I've been extra horny lately, maybe. Okay, so like getting the needle, uh, getting an erection is not a side effect. No, I was joking. Okay. I did have a weird taste in my mouth. You did? Like, you can feel the medicine going through your body. Okay. Uh, so you didn't, where, where's the weirdest place you, you've had an erection, though, you think? <laughs> you only get them in one place, your pants. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I meant location, but you know we we could we we could skip that. If this has if this is some crime that has it hasn't been solved yet, we've all been to a water park, Brandon. We've all been to a water. <laughs> you just you see the lifeguard up there. You just can't help it, right? Yeah. Did, did you pull a, a sand lot? Did you did you fake drowning? No, I've never done that. No, I've never never thought about that. No. You ever had to do CPR training? Yes. Not on, not on a person though, right? I think I've had, yeah. On, I think in the training, you had to do it on a person. It was like your gym coach or something in high school. <laughs> yeah, Come gym. on, boys, it's after school. Wait, or... your gym teacher in high school? They didn't make you give him CPR. Um, not that I remember, but I might have repressed that memory. After class, uh, I think I had to make it with uh, in the room with all the volleyball bags. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> practice on these volleyballs. <laughs> practice sucking. Sucking these volleyballs. That's, uh, it's weird, because when I tell people, even now, and they're like, you have CPR training? I'm like, yeah, I did CPR training. That was high school, and we had to do it. So yeah, I feel you like don't I, have I, it. You don't have, like, you have no, to go get a certificate. I don't have any papers saying I did it. Yeah. I'm just like, our, our gym teacher uh, showed us how to do it, and none of us paid attention, really. Like, if, if, if you were choking and dying and looked like you need cpr i would give it a try yeah i'm not gonna be good at it it'd be like siphoning gas out of a i've seen it in so many movies right like <laughs> blow in blow out right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, easy. it's breathing right i'm just gonna breathe for you yeah i'll take in the oxygen i'll put it in you and then you figure it out from there push on your lungs a little bit yeah slam on that heart get it going uh, I don't want to save anyone's life. Why? Because <laughs> there's the chance you're not going to. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Well, that's I don't know. It's I think it's worth it. I think CPR. Why would you like to save someone's life in another way? Yeah, you know, like someone's drowning. You can save someone from drowning. No, because they're just gonna pull you under. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, gotta be a strong swimmer. I like to save ass. people's life with laughter. <laughs> gonna be a Patch Adams? You should start going to the hospital <laughs> in your trench coat there, just dressed as a clown. I don't know with COVID and everything. I don't think they're allowing hospital clowns to go out. Not even with masks. Maybe you can go like just full on with masks, make it all silly. I think you'd be a good hospital clown. I think. I think you can cheer, sneak up, your... cheer up the sick and die. <laughs> yeah, like you can totally sneak your way in there. I don't think you need any clearance. People won't question a hospital clown. If you have full clown makeup and you're just wearing a trench coat hanging around the hospital. Yeah, like you act like you're supposed to be there. And like in your heart you are because you're going to make cheer people, people laugh. up. If you go during visiting hours, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. But it's, it's like, who are you visiting? It's like Every... my, my Uncle Larry. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, you shouldn't question people dressed as clowns in hospitals. Not no. even once. 
Other places for sure question clowns. Always, yeah, <laughs> always question clowns. You should question clowns in most places, like uh, a golf course or like a park or you know, just anywhere. Just anywhere. Like a dark church at night. Like don't don't trust those clowns. Hospital clowns. Yeah, I give it a shot. Give it, give it a shot with the hospital. Clown. I don't know if I'd be a clown. Maybe a hospital pirate. You know, uh, Johnny Depp. He goes in dressed as his, his pirate character. No, uh, he doesn't. He does. He does. Ca- Captain Jack. He cheers up uh, like sick kids in the hospital, just for a thing. Just when he's bored, he's like, or if I, when he was shooting the movie, he was always in costume. So he just stopped by local hospitals and stuff, and just be like, "Oh, hello, kids. <laughs> you know me, Johnny Depp. Look at all my bracelets." But of course, he's Jack Sparrow. Whatever. It's a weird thing to do, but I guess yeah. if, if you have a beloved character. Like that? Yeah. You could be a clown, I'll be a pirate, no one will bother us. <laughs> okay. Eventually. Let's do it. We'll get to that. Anyways, there's just weird things going on in the world with COVID. Um, as we know, India is being really hit extra hard, more than anywhere else. Did One of the hardest hit places. Yeah. Uh, India and Brazil. But um, like, they're doing everything they can to try and fight the, this COVID. Uh Including uh, trying to get get patients to drink cow urine. Is that has that been proven to work? <laughs> I don't know. I know they think quite highly of cows over there, so I don't know if it's a scientific method or, or just like a spiritual thing. Spiritual thing. Drink Spirit's it. a spiritual animal. Their piss must be spiritual too. Yeah, yeah. That's where the most potent spirits come from. So, anyways, I found urine. this urine. So I found this video and a story to follow it um, of a man. He's not even a doctor. He's a politician. He's visiting people in the hospital. And he's just, this woman, she's attached to a ventilator and he's just slowly pouring cow piss into her mouth. I know it's not funny. (laughs) Into her mouth? Yeah, into her mouth. Like... What, she has a ventilator going in one half of her mouth. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like the ventilator's got to be... I can... Don't move the computer. I'll come to you. All right. I'll slightly tilt the computer. It's it's rough. He's just like it's just a, dribbling it's it in. a Newsweek her. article. She probably doesn't even know it's pissed. She's like, thank you, sir. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> it's like, like squirting it up it? her nose. She's like, what is it? It, it tastes like chicken soup. There's got to be an easier way to give it to her. And just pour yeah. it on her face. He's, yeah, at least he's sort of doing it gingerly. Golden shower. At least he's not just like dumping it in their mouth, right? Just pouring Big it on. Big gulps. You yeah. like, get this beer beer bong, <laughs> shove it in their mouth. That's how they should be doing it. They should be beer bonging it. Should be like you know, fucking have a tube right down her throat, and then you don't have. You want to get the piss past your tongue, right? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get it past the. You don't need receptors. that hitting your palate, getting all tangy on the palate. You gotta pour the piss right down the throat. Yeah. So the yellow liquid is believed to be Gaia Matra. It's called, otherwise known as cow urine. So. <laughs> oh, it's Gaia Matra. It's not cow <coughs> piss important. at all. According to the report by Reuters, some radical Hindu groups, so like the Akil Bharat Hindu Mashaba. I'm, I'm butchering all these names. I'm uh, sorry. It's cool, and you can't you can't knock anyone's religion. Believe in what you're going to believe in, and if what you believe in is dumping cow piss down your gullet, then do it at home. They let this politician into a hospital. At least he's like he's done up in like full suit and mask, but he, he's he's dribbling piss into this woman's mouth. She doesn't look like she's enjoying it. 
Well, she's probably not. Anytime you drink piss, it's not a fun time unless you're into that for some weird fetish thing, which is cool. Be you. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. Is it a, it's, it's definitely, it's not, definitely a, not a fetish thing. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. very much like a, a ritualistic spiritual. Now, while but, the group claimed to have never felt the need to consume English medicine in the report, experts report there's no evidence that cow urine can effectively treat or cure illnesses like cancer or COVID. I don't think we needed an expert to tell us that. Well, you got to trust the science on some things. <laughs> the science is here that the cow piss isn't going to help you. But it could be like a placebo thing. It could be like placebo cow piss. It'd be amazing if she got better and this is the cure for COVID. Yeah. It's just like you you have to drink this small juice box full of cow piss. We're going to send it all over the world. Imagine having like all these fucking dumb anti-vaxxer protest people. But like instead of the vaccines, they're just protesting cow piss. They'd sound so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, dude. quit we, drinking cow piss. Our kids aren't gonna drink this cow piss. Like they I mean, already drink their milk. What's wrong with the piss? Yeah, it's pretty much I, the same. I think it'll be the opposite. They'll be the ones promoting all this, right? Oh, you think the anti-vaxxers are gonna be like, don't take that vaccine? They'll be just dumping, have some cow piss. Yeah, they'll be at these demonstrations with just buckets full of cow piss, just dumping it on their <laughs> kids. It's like they're safe now. <laughs> <laughs> they're safe now. You know what? You know, all, all to them. If this lady gets better because of the cow piss, uh, you know, whatever helps. Yeah, believe in what you believe in. I've believe, always said that. Believe in what you believe in. All right, so we're going to shift gears and head to Florida for this next story. Oh, there's definitely some is, piss drinkers in Florida. <laughs> which is always fun. Florida um, is full of piss drinkers. Uh, yeah. Um, there's no piss drinking in this story, but it does involve turtles. This is the second story we've had involving turtles in Florida. Um, people don't treat turtles very well in Florida. Our last story was a bunch of Nazi turtles, if you, don't, if you remember that. Turtles with swastikas painted on right. them. people carving. Roaming the wetlands, spreading their hate. And turtles aren't spreading that hate. It's the neo-Nazis <laughs> that are carving the swastikas into the turtles. Anyways, so the 71-year-old driver living in Florida, driving along with her daughter were around Florida's Interstate 95 when they saw something swiftly crash through the windshield and strongly smack the driver's forehead. Neither of them was prepared to receive such an unusual and quick hit, that too, by a living animal. So a turtle came flying through this lady's windshield. So when you hear that, you think bird of some sort. Yeah. In, Pelican. Yeah, things that norm, uh, animals that normally crash into your windshield. Yeah, uh, not turtles. Turtles are usually moving slow and close to the ground. Yeah, so this thing came smashing through. Hit this lady in the head so hard she had, like, excessive blood loss, you know. She was managed to, like, like you know, ambulance showed up and helped her, but, like, she was conscious and she was okay. And the turtle was, like, barely harmed. <laughs> the turtle was barely harmed? Yeah, it went right through the window. Look, at there's a picture of it. It's uh, right... Stuck oh, oh it's stuck in the way. It's a big turtle, too. Yeah. And the question is, where the hell did this turtle come from? And something must have threw it. The turtle doesn't jump. Yeah, this is such a Florida man thing to do. Someone's throwing turtles. It's probably Bigfoot throwing a little swamp ape throwing turtles. That's a good theory, too. Uh, Sasquatches are known to throw rocks uh, to, to ward off predators and stuff. You know, skunk ape. It's like the Sasquatch that's, of Florida. Yeah, it's the Florida version. Yeah, there's probably more turtles around than rocks. It's a marshy place, right? Yeah. Whipping turtles at cars. Also just sounds like something 
a guy from Florida would do. Or somebody who got really into Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> the driver ahead of them is just like, this car's tailing me. Throw the turtle out the window. You got any banana peels yet? No, no, just throw the turtle. <laughs> Go for the turtle. Still alive. Living turtle, right through the windshield. Yeah. Uh, if it is someone throwing it, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why There's no you... explanation? I um, you were going to give me an explanation where this flying turtle came from. They, th they think it's possible that either a, like an eagle or a hawk picked it up. That's, that's very... And yeah. dropped it. Yeah. Or simply another car hit it in such a way that it kind of... Football kicked it, just punted it, and punted just it into the air, and it just starts spinning right into this lady's uh, into her car and into her head. But they don't know where the <laughs> turtle just fallen from heaven. No, nope. and it's fine. And the turtle received a few scratches, and then was sent back to the wild habitat. Good turtles can withstand some shit, man. They're like, I know, it's... especially like a turtle down there in the Everglades, where it's just getting chomped on by alligators and shit all the time. Gotta be tough. You're tough you, turtles. You can man. handle a car. You can handle a gator. Exactly. So I'm glad. Some. I'm glad at least one story ended nice today. Yeah. Uh, Florida, especially in Florida, I was, things normally end pretty bad when you talk about Florida. I thought you were gonna say the turtle was dead, but if the turtle lived, the turtle lived. The that's, turtle is alive for another day. That's fucking give it the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, turtle vax. Turtle vax. <laughs> like turtle vax. I get it. Yeah, you got it. I got it. Anyways, this turtle, he might be safe from cars and gators, but he might not be safe from microplastics floating in his environment. <laughs> or drinking straws. That's a, you know, Drinking straws. The num number one enemy of the turtle, um, at least according to uh, science the last few years. Yeah. The drinking straws. Um, but yeah, like... This is just a point of luxury anyways. We don't need drinking straws. No, you can raise your glass to your mouth. But yeah, but um, it is going to be our topic again tonight, talking about plastics and uh, how they're affecting our world. I think last time we talked about them, it was a little more broad, kind of, you know, how they're in the environment, how they're affecting animals, how they're affecting us. It's just fucking plastic everywhere. It and is there's everywhere. nothing you can do about it. You know, we're somehow adjusting plastic right now in some, some way, shape, or form. I've put my form. lips against that plastic cup for the last 20 minutes. You've been sucking on that Tim Hortons plastic, man. It's, yeah, it's... it's and just that little bit of contact is letting micro plastics into my body. That's right. Every time you use soap, every time you eat food, you're getting microplastics in you. Anytime you use anything that's waterproof, rainproof, even your clothes or your... Anything that washes your clothes and fabric softeners and air fresheners. And but is it really harming me that much? More than you'd think. <laughs> so that's our topic today, which is specifically called reprotoxic plastics. So these are plastics that invade our reproductive systems in humans. Oh, like our... That's right. Our genitalia. That's right. The... the Phthalates, the, the phthalates, there's a lot of tough words in today. Are we making plastic children now? Uh, ki kind of. All this, like, the new population of kids is going to have more plastic in it than we do? It's not so much that they're going to be born with plastic. Is there plastic in your cum is what I'm saying. It, there might be one day. It could, it could when you you dry your cum, it might just be a perfect piece of plastic. Jizzing out plastic. Yeah, it's like a 3D printer. Gross. <laughs> Gross. 
<laughs> no, but um, as generations pass down, get more and more plastic in them, and they have children, it's not that these kids are going to be born with plastic in them, but they're going to be born with the defects caused by the plastic, which these tiny, tiny little cells, phthalates, which are come from plastic, whole bunch of different plastic materials have these have this little tiny cell that'll get into our body and actually invade our reproductive system and what it does it actually mimics the cells in our reproductive system but it's plastic it's plastic it's totally synthetic and nothing in our body can really fight it because it mimics itself to something in our body which is super bizarre like I didn't know like yeah how's the plastic intelligent enough to do that yeah it's a tiny tiny piece of piece of synthetic like how is it able to it's just it it's structure i guess like its whole structure is similar to cells in a reproductive i'm sure there's other organs in us but that's what it's affecting the most yeah so what that does it you know if our body's checking on our hormones thinking all right do we need any more extra hormones down there in the genitalia zone like what, what do we got is <laughs> you know send the plastic hormones send the plastic they won't They'll see that it's full. They'll be like, okay, uh, hormone levels are good. They're full. But really, half of that might be hormones. Half of that might be invasive plastic. <laughs> plastic plastic hormones sounds like a like plastic hormone. Brit, Brit pop record. Totally, from the 90s. <laughs> plastic hormones. Plastic hormones. <laughs> <laughs> they're really big in England. Like people, yeah. They're not that big over here yet, but they'll be here in a few years. The plastic hormones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with their hit song, My Junk Don't Work. <laughs> My Junk Don't Work. <laughs> but uh, that's basically what's going to happen. Our body won't be able to properly regulate our, our hormone levels, uh, both in women and female. And it's Both in women and females, eh? Women. <laughs> what did I say? Women and that's females. Uh, if you didn't know, they're two different things. I'm trying to be um, proactive here, Tyler. Yeah, proactive. Yeah, like the yogurt. Um, anyways, we'll either cut I think that you or meant to say male and females. Male and female genitalia are both affected by this problem uh, in different ways. How? Um, well, <laughs> in women, it will uh, you know, higher higher rates of miscarriages and premature births. Also, if like a child is born with these defects because of a parent had a lot of plastic in them they're born with this there's a chance of have very early puberty and very low libido okay so essentially giving birth will be much harder uh for men it it has been drastically uh decreasing our sperm levels they said over the last 40 years it's dropped by about 60 percent Oh, so it's not so, making plastic jizz. It's just like the plastic's taking your jizz over. Yeah, it's it's, it's infecting the jizz. It's making it un, 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 just useless, just shooting blanks. Shooting rubber bullets. So that's over That's over half. Plastic bullets. So Nerf guns. Yeah, so they've been at least getting this data for the last 60 years or so. So men and women are both declining. Like miscarriages are going up. Uh, uh, men shooting blanks going up. So this is, and like, they haven't been able to really correlate. They, they know these things have been happening for years, watching the birth rates go down and like, it's like population control. Yeah. And people's like reproductive states are, are like, are failing and they couldn't understand why until recently, you know, unless they're trying to suppress certain information, scientists are starting to discover that the reason it's all happening is all these common 
plastics and chemicals that are in everything we use and that are around us all the time. Yeah. So they're actually negatively affecting our reproduction systems. Yeah. And making like sperm counts worse every single year to the point they're th they were calling it the sciences were saying by 2045. Well, Mountain Dew's been doing that for years. What? Just killing our sperm? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of white trash people, a lot of crazy kids, and yeah, they love that, their that kind Dew. of debunks the Mountain Dew theory, huh? Yeah, the the people who drink Mountain Dew generally have a lot of just children running around. It's true. It's a start. But and it's, it's like, the plastic that holds the Mountain Dew is the real problem. But like, it's probably like it's not that we knew this when when they invented plastic they were like this is a great new thing that we have that we can make absolutely we can mold absolutely anything out of this yeah it, it was revolutionary when it was made for sure and there was no scientist back then going like hey this might fuck up your your fucking genitals later no they didn't have scientists for anything for that. <laughs> no. safety and anything like just do it it's it's making things better. science is a new thing <laughs> yeah, yeah or at least like like yeah had to the science of making this stuff was big, but not like figuring out. That's the right. The science of making it was big, but the science of figuring out how bad it was fucking you yeah. up, no one cared about until people started getting fucked up. And it's not start giving birth yeah. to crash test dummies. It's not all plastics that are affecting us in this way. There's plenty of safe plastics that are made that are strong. They, like they might give off very like minimal amounts of microplastics over time. But these, the ones we're talking about are like the ones we see every day. Anything wrapped in food, just like saran wrap, any soft plastics, <coughs> Ziploc bags. There's a little like bit of that rubbing off onto your food. All the time. Onto that old ham sandwich. That's what, that's what you ingest because those are cheap, easy to use, and they somehow skim around these rules of like what's safe and what's not, right? Who really knows, right? You know, they put up, well, they... they Put up rules saying you can't have these this chemical or this chemical. So they'll just add, you know, they'll break down the chemical, add a little extra bar and a little sequence, right? And make that. And right. suddenly, and then suddenly it's a different it's approved name. And it's okay and you can put it out and wrap your sandwiches in it. That's what's happening. So when you see BPA free, doesn't mean it's safe. It just means they're not using BPA, but they could be using something very even similar. Worse. Even worse. It's just like a, a byproduct of the BPA. Hey, Boston. <laughs> You're just really looking at us. Just stay there. Um, so that that's not good. And this is, um, you know, this is at least since the 60s. This is when plastics, yeah. at least in, in the public and all around you, started really taking off. 60s, 70s. Big boom for plastics then. Yeah. And, like, not to mention all the cleaning products we have. Everything that's just... Everything has to be sanitary. Everything to, to clean your bathroom and your car and stuff, like right. air fresheners, all right. these things have chemicals Little that are affecting microplastics. us. microplastics. So we're basically headed towards uh, the movie Children of Men. You remember that movie? Yes. You ever see that movie? Yeah. It's a world basically where no one can give birth. Right. And they, they don't know why. They can't figure out why. So I think they're like 18 years after like the very last birth is where that movie takes place. And that movie takes place in 2027. Well, six years away. Yeah, it's not far away. And these scientists are projecting 2045 as like, you know, the final year will, you know, where no one's going to be able to give birth anymore. Both because female and male 
reproductive rates are going to go way down if they're following the trends they're following now. That's insane, that's kind of insane like, to think about. But you you hear more and more people, or maybe it's just because we're older, you hear more and more people like, oh, I can't have kids for whatever reason. Yeah, it's like insane, or, like a uh, pop population control yeah. that we've done to ourselves without realizing. Yeah, and they're saying like a young woman in her twenties today would have much harder time. Uh, get, um, putting a baby in her was putting a baby. Yeah, yeah. Be uh, okay. A young woman would getting you know would be getting pregnant is yeah. much harder now than would say maybe her grandmother when she was thirty five. Right. In her time, yeah, well, you gotta keep those eggs. People were a lot more fertile back then because of this. Now we're it's having a lot more trouble. Yeah. And like as is the times. And like yeah. even back in those days too, the the finger was always pointed at the women as being at fault for not being able to, you know, have a child. It was yeah. rarely like, oh, it's not the man's fault. Well, that's that's kind of just that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, <laughs> and it was, but like at the time, I think it was a lot. It was totally the opposite. There's a lot more things happening to men that would affect their sperm count. Yeah, we than, should be blaming men for more. But, but now it's a it's a level playing field like it's affecting both men and women a lot and and more and more every year because we're just surrounded by this and with each generation we pass these defects down so like kids alive today if they have kids they're going to pass them down even lesser chance of those kids are going to be and they're able probably to going to have more plastic in them yeah. if we keep going the way we're going, keep wrapping our sandwiches. Yeah. Up they're and... saying three generations from now, if we're continuing this trend of using these chemicals, being around these chemicals, we won't be able to give birth anymore. We won't be able to repopulate the world, which is you know, we need to re. The world needs to be populated. It's way overpopulated right now, and you know. Thinking of any way to depopulate the world is horrible and evil, but like yeah. doing it this way is not the way to do it because this is most of the world affected by this, right? So it's going to be major drop-offs just in generations. It's not like people are, are dying in mass. It's just like no one's being born anymore. Yeah, that that could be a state of the world that we see. Yeah, and which is a trippy thought to think of just or being in like, that or children. Or like it being progressively harder to recreate a human you know yeah and like reproduce a human because that's something uh to, like we're trying to do right now is like you and i we're trying no, to have, us, a baby. Like, humanity have a baby and the scientists they're trying to like uh like doing gene splicing technologies and creating smart ways for like assisted reproduction right yeah that's that's a science that has gotten incredibly like uh, greater over the last 20 30 years too right like yeah so put, they can put babies in pretty much anybody if you try hard enough exactly like if you like a t- the this whole plastic thing aside if you just look at this technology now like they're saying like like within a decade they're going to be able to just be create a baby from scratch kind of thing yeah right? i'm surprised they haven't been able to like do they're it already yet. doing test tube babies and that's been around forever right you know here's an egg here's some sperm <laughs> well, it worked. Science, pow. Yeah, they put it in a... But now they're just... <laughs> it probably is a lot you know, more complicated than well, yeah, that. They're, they're going to be able to build this DNA, like, from the DNA up and, like, you know, have designer babies. Oh, yeah, that's been a thing people have talked about yeah. for a long time, too, you know. But it's start like, taking yeah, pieces yeah. of DNA that you want. But, like, that's... It's more like kids are going to be born without, uh, you know, def defects or diseases or chronic diseases passed on by like their parents or yeah getting rid of bad dna yeah exactly so a child's gonna be born 
perfect, essentially. As perfect as it uh, scientifically can be. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, could help us from this horrible decline in population. If they find a way to pull those plastics out of the DNA. Because that's what we're saying, right? Is that the plastic is now becoming a part of our human DNA. Yeah, in a way, it's, it's just invading our system and somehow mimicking this, our own cells, and it's just throwing everything out of whack. And it's... Just throwing it all out of whack. Yeah. <laughs> um, but here's the the one piece of news, because this is, you know, this stuff has been researched for a while, but it's only recently, like, it's becoming bigger news. And I think it'll be even bigger if they really talk about the problem that gives men, which is... The, over the years with this problem, it's going to give men smaller testicles, lower sperm count, and, and a much shorter penis. Oh, it is just going to make the whole unit smaller. Yeah. I think if you just put in big, bold letters, plastics making men's penises smaller, <laughs> the world will just change overnight. Yeah. A bunch with of, all uh, these fucking men in charge, ins- politicians. Ins- these insecure men will just be like, no, not our dicks. It's like, okay, now we need to take charge. Yeah. <laughs> If that's the issue with every problem in the world, it's like these children in Africa are starving and it's making white men's dicks smaller, <laughs> says science. They'll be like, we need to feed Send those. all the money. We need to feed these kids. Tell all the billionaires with, that yeah. already have small penises <laughs> yeah. that you need to stop plastics. Like They went after the whole drinking straws and the turtles thing that we were talking about that's not the way to go no. only a certain percentage of the population cares about turtles yeah. but if you a tell lot them, of rich yeah. white men care about their size of their penis. yeah if you tell them these straws over time are making the like your son's dick is going to be a micro penis <laughs> if these microplastics keeps getting into you that's the campaign right there yeah stop microplastics Microplastics equal micropenises. Perfect. Stop it now. Let's make that picket sign and get out in the streets, yeah. all right? Yeah. I think that's what we need to do. I think that's the message that needs to care. I know it sounds stupid and misogynistic. It's like, oh, it's our dicks, but I'm sorry when it, you break when you break humans down to it. It's all about our junk. The, <laughs> Everything we do is Especially like if you're thinking about the insecure white men in power yeah. with money the billionaires yeah especially with the ones with small dicks already we're like oh. we can't get them any smaller <laughs> yeah jeff bezos would be like oh it's already so small it's also they're thinking of their their children right yeah, who's going to pass on their kids dick with, they don't want kids with little dicks yeah it's like it's going to be embarrassing to their name because that's that's how these dudes think yeah they're thinking with their dicks and you know these might which is a problem all in itself <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's good to, like, I'll listen to my dick. I'll, I'll, it'll send me messages. Try trying not to. Yeah. It's giving me all these messages. And I'm just going to find a way to work with it. Have some plastic. <laughs> Eat some more they plastic. They make dicks time. out of plastic. They make dicks out of plastic. That's true. That's probably another way microplastics are getting in us. <laughs> <laughs> getting in some people for sure. Uh, but... Yeah, all this stuff around us, we're just, it, we got so much plastic in us. It's everywhere. I've, we've said it several times. You're eating a credit card a year. But, I like that. But like, that means over a lifetime, it's like you're eating a brick, a brick's worth of plastic. Yeah, just a nice big a, plastic brick. You imagine a stack of credit cards, right? Yeah. And that's just the average. I'm sure there's some people eating way more plastic than others. There's some people that were, act, like, we know people that have actually eaten like monopoly hotel pieces (laughs) (laughs) and they weren't children they were grown adults 
Yeah. yeah. Full plastic in them. I know, but uh, did you eat anything weird as a kid? Did you ever eat, like, one thing that you shouldn't have? No. That was, like, artificial? No. I, uh... I sucked some of the maple syrup out of a Stretch Armstrong one time. The maple syrup? Is yeah. that what it's made of? They're full of, like, corn syrup. The Canadian version? It's just maple syrup? It might, yeah, it probably wasn't <laughs> maple syrup. It was corn syrup, for sure. So you, you sucked... So you, you, It was tasty. So you're like his arch nemesis. You pulled the power out of Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> sucked all, sucked all his stretch juice. <laughs> Were you hoping you'd be stretchy if you did this? I don't know. I was probably just hungry. <laughs> Were you not being fed enough as a child? You said to cut open your action figures? Yeah. What are you made of inside? What's <laughs> inside of you? I also ate a lot of glow worms. A lot of glow worms? Trying to glow. Like real worms? Yeah, you know, glow? little, little glowing worms. Are they, like, wild, or you buy them? You find them out in the apple orchard. You find glowworms in the apple? I thought that was, like, in New Zealand and shit. We used to have them around here. Just glowing worms? You've never seen a glowworm? No, and I've never eaten one either. A little green glowing worm? I used to think (laughs) if I ate them, I'd glow, too. So far, so far, no, you're not glowing. (laughs) Nope, just micro-penis. Yeah. I think, uh... I never swallowed a Lego piece, but I did shove a piece up my nose, and it got pretty stuck. Oh, I thought you were going to say ass. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> shove a piece up my ass. No, I just, I can only imagine how much plastic I've eaten. Yeah. It's not good. And like The only people are really avoiding it are, like, people living out in the middle of the Amazon, and, like, out in the right, people savannah that never, of Africa. Uh, and... Never, like, interact with plastic, and their food never touches plastic, and... If you're just like hunting and cooking right away with no plastics involved. Yeah, and they're, but that's the crazy thing. They're finding microplastics in these places, places where they never thought they would find it. Well, has it gotten into our uh, ecosystems, like into the water enough that like rain is being evaporated and then raining down plastics all over the world? Because then it could could take it from the city and move it to the forest. Exactly, water, the way, like, how if we're water? talking about microplastics, you know, it could be in our water and being evaporated into our rain systems. 100%. And it's definitely our, happening. That the whole planet is probably slowly turning into plastic, you know? It's not good, but you, you can know, probably find plastic in our trees and in our water. But, like, this is something I think nature would be able to overcome over time because, like, it's everything. It'll just evolve something. There's it's already, not natural, though. It's like, yeah. the, like a lot of metals are natural, right? They're mined yeah. from the ground and yeah. stuff rocks or natural granite and stuff plastics are like completely 100 percent man-made not made from anything natural right? yeah they're made from like synthetic, real chemicals synthetic chemicals and smashed together and you get you get, you get these weird chemical compounds and plastic and man. and yeah but no i think nature because they're already creating this tiny little particles that can eat plastic and like fungus that can eat plastic like little, little plastic eating bugs yeah like, fungus might be the cure to all this. Like, you're going to have to douse the entire world in mushrooms and let it do its thing, but they're Sponge already... It up. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're already doing it at, like, sites that have, like, all these chemical spills or oil spills, and they put in these certain funguses that will actually seep it out of the ground and just... I don't but know what happens is, But to... it, then isn't the 
the fungus becoming infected by the oils or the plastics? Well, I think the mushroom's able to break it down like chemically and just that's completely cool. separate it and clean it because that's the mushroom's job in the forest, right? Is transferring minerals and chemicals to all the plants in the forest. It's the nervous system. It's just, you know, this plant needs some more of this and that and just right. it's moving around. So it makes sense. It would do that with, with other chemicals. Because fungus is smart, man. Fungus is real smart. Fungus is smart. Might be smarter than us. I wouldn't. <laughs> Next time we go see a mushroom it's in the forest. Smarter in different ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. We know things. It doesn't. Yeah, we think we're running the world. It's really running the world. Exactly. Like literally, learn about your mushrooms. It's a, it's a, it's exciting. But uh, yeah, these. Uh, this is like a growing problem. This is like a new one to me. Like I always knew. Because when you talk about plastics and how they're damaging, they never really talk about specifically why, but this one's pretty specific. Like, we're headed to a children of men scenario in the next 20 years. Start giving birth to crash test dummies. Yeah. like Plastic. Plastic children. We'll be in our 50s. We'll be shooting blanks anyways, but like... I probably already am. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, I, I don't doubt I'm, I am. Like, Neither one of us have created like how, any How humans. often do you go in and check your, besides unless you're trying to that's, have yeah, a that's baby. Same, that's the only time you're going in to get your sperm counted. Neither one of us have created a human. No. Nope. Neither one of us have really tried, so. Well, I suppose I can just, you know, I can masturbate into my own cup, take the sperm, just count it one at a time, and get, get a microscope. Uh, seems like a lot of work. You ever have that as a, do you ever have a microscope as a kid? No. No? You I, see, you, yeah, you were definitely a microscope kid, eh? I had one as a kid. I used it a few times, put it in the closet. But then in high school, we got to use them in class again. So they actually taught us how to like properly use it. Class, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, I have one of these at home. I'm like, I wonder what I can look at. What yeah. did I decide to look at? Your jizz. My, my own little boy, my own little swimmers. Did you really? I did. And like, you're like 16, 17? Yeah. And, and like, it's, it's for the sake of science. I was curious. I'm like, is my microscope good enough to actually see my own sperm? Like, that's exciting. You wanted to see if it was like actually swimming and had tails and stuff, like a little tadpole? And it did. I totally saw it. It was so cool. No, you, <laughs> I did. I don't believe you. It was that... Like, I had three levels of zoom, and the strongest one, I can barely see it. You can see little tails on it? Yeah. If, like, because I could have brought one home from high school. Doesn't it die as soon as oxygen touches it? Or is that a myth I've been telling myself? (laughs) (laughs) No, Tyler, they're all suffering and dying in a Kleenex in the basket for days. For days? (laughs) For days, they're they're trying to help each other and keep each other alive. Okay. (laughs) Yeah disgusting i know it's disgusting but i did it i was curious for science and at least i didn't borrow one from the school i used one of my own your mom come in the next day like brandon i cleaned up your microscope the cat was licking it no i made sure no one ever used it again (laughs) i put it in the back of the closet the cat just keeps licking your microscope that's something i've never talked about doing before yeah i didn't know that about you you weirdo yeah i don't know it's it's more perverted or more scientific i don't know i was curious it sounds like it was a scientific adventure i was yeah you know what i think i had trouble even doing it because i'm just like i was thinking about the science too much (laughs) and it just wasn't turning me on i'm just like it's for science (laughs) it's for science (laughs) okay brandon what are you doing up there science experiment (laughs) yeah
At least I only did it once. I wasn't like checking each week, just like yeah, see. seeing how their behavior changed. Yeah, keeping them in like little peachy dishes all over your bedroom and stuff. Yeah, this one's from June. This one, is one starts growing little fucking mushrooms. Yeah, it's like I want a, I want on a different diet for this month. See if they got any bigger. You know, kept this one as a pet. This one's making a, a little farm. <laughs> yeah, start giving them to girls on first dates. <laughs> Yeah, weird peachy, <laughs> peachy disc. Yeah, I'll, I'll just get some epoxy, make a little bead, and put it on a necklace. And make you know it what? art, make art yeah. out of it, like a fucking Gigi Allen and John Wayne Gacy used to do in prison. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think we've hit the end of the line for this topic. <laughs> little 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 cum and poo art projects. <laughs> Put it on a necklace and giving it to girls, you're terrifying. You should be in prison. All right. We'll wrap up this topic soon. We should. Um, I have to get to the gooch. You know what the gooch is, Tyler. I got no gooch. You you have no gooch? Got no gooch. You have zero gooch. I got a a big ball sack, so it kind of just goes like asshole, pelican, Beak, <laughs> pelican beak. You know, like a or like a big gullet. Yeah, like a bullfrog. So it goes asshole rate the balls. There's no, no bridge gooch. separating it. No gooch. I got no gooch. Well, the scientific word is anogenital distance (AGD). Your AGD. Your AGD. Me- measuring your AGD. It's the distance between the anus and the genitals. I got. Now, I got none. They're so, all one. It's all one unit. <laughs> it's all one unit. Uh, mis- misfortunal blowout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a sensitive spot. I think a lot of women that give birth to that uh, that whole area just kind of rips. It's blown out. Yeah. yeah, the asshole and the vagina kind of become one, which sounds horrifying. Yeah, it's like the whole the whole undercarriage. Yeah, you gotta have a strong gooch though. There's a lot of gross topics on this episode. I know. I hope people aren't eating anything right now. But uh, how long is your? How long is my gooch? Yeah. I've never measured. I think might mine be average, but. This is actually a way, an indicator, to find out if your reproductive system is, you know, affected. No. Oh, if you're having Is that problems. like one of like your foot's the size of no. your forearm things? So in men, if, if there's a shorter distance between your anus and your genitals, you got a short AGD, that's, that is going to lead to like reproductive problems down the line. Okay. I got But none. in women, it's the opposite. If you got a bigger gooch... That's gonna give you more birth, birth defects and birth problems. And you got a stronger, stronger carriage. So you gotta when these kids are born nowadays, or they gotta measure that gooch to see if they're gonna be okay when they grow up. They measure them. I don't know when they. I don't know if they have to keep going for gooch checkups. To like see, it's like is it normal okay. still? Make sure your gooch is uh, growing with the rest of your body. You know. Yeah. Like when your bones fuse together. How big is your gooch? Yeah. I got no gooch. So I didn't know the gooch was like such an important indicator. Uh, and like doctors can just measure it to figure this out. That's amazing. But this is, I guess, what amazing. we're going to be seeing in all these kids being born now. And then those kids' kids. And then those kids' kids plastic. are going to be the last ones. They're going to be plastic with big gooches. Yeah. So and what needs to happen in the world? Dicks are going to be on their belly buttons. <laughs> There could be just dicks everywhere, just little tiny dicks. Would that make up for the the one small dick if you have a bunch of small tiny ones all over? <laughs> Your dick's gonna be eating plastic. You're gonna have a really small dick, but you're also gonna have like five to six of them <laughs> randomly show up. 
in the area. Yeah. Yeah. Just around. Some of them show up on your back. Little skin tags. <laughs> yeah. That's all we'll call them. Little dick tags. This episode's getting weird. Oh, it sure is getting weird. But this is a huge threat. One I uh, didn't realize was so big. And what needs to happen in the world, basically, to stop this from happening, is basically every major plastics chemical industry in the world and all these governments need to change policy yeah. to prevent people from making these plastics. But that won't happen because they're it, making no, money. they won't because... Making billions of dollars off of this So plastic. much of this is used, it would just... It'd be impossible to change everything quick enough that would actually reverse these... Pro- like, there's ways of slowly doing it. Yeah. And but, people are going to get pissed off. People are already getting pissed off when you get a paper straw. Yeah. Or when you don't... When you have to bring your own bags to the grocery store, people are still complaining about that. Yeah. And that's not even... They keep saying that's going to happen, but I've never had that issue. We are so ignorant to the fact that this whole thing's sinking. Yeah. And I'm not, and that's, that's why I'm here. <laughs> and just, there's so many ways it's sinking. Yeah. There's, like, not just one hole. There's several holes. I think that's what we learned today, that there's several holes. <laughs> and the distance between those holes is... <laughs> It is very important. Very important. You gotta make. <laughs> you have to have some distance between your holes. All right, all right, guys, go out there, get your sperm counted, measure your gooches, and uh, stay safe out there. Yeah, get some distance between your holes. <laughs>